Inside Track on Real Estate with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker Team. Get the Inside Track, everything you need to know about buying and selling in the greater Ottawa area. The Inside Track on Real Estate with the Decker Team. Smart people actually make mistakes from time to time. Can you think of a time that that's happened to you? I sure can. <laughs> so can I. Hello, this is Yetta Decker. And I'm Ken Decker. Of the Decker team. We're excited to be with you, to be able to share again on another episode of the Inside Track, the thoughts, the techniques, and the tools that we all need, that we all desire, so that we can move into really the life that we deserve, so that we can turn our house into a home and live our best life possible. For sure. So one of those times mm. when I thought I was smart, <laughs> and I still think I'm smart. <laughs> sometimes. Oh, that was Oops. a nasty laugh. That wasn't good. Sorry. And sometimes <laughs> when, you, when you think you're smart, but you're actually mm. ignorant, and some people think ignorant is a poor or bad mm. word. It's not. It just means you don't have the knowledge in that particular mm -hmm. aspect. And for, for me, for us, it was yeah. when we bought our first home. Well, we've done and, it more than once. That was a biggie, that's all. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and we just thought that we were a smart person that wasn't making a mistake, but actually we were. Yeah. And what we've decided is that when people work with us, right. that not this time, not on our watch, mm -mm -mm. will so we allow yeah. anybody to make a housing mistake. That's right. So today we're going to learn about the top five. The top five buyer beware. Whether you're buying your first house or your 10th house, you're going to want to tune in and learn alongside of us. Right. And even if you're not thinking of buying a house, right. but you have a friend, a family member, mm. co-worker that's thinking of buying a house, then you want them to listen to this show. So text them, phone them, tell them to tune in. And if by chance they're at work, they can't do it, then you can pick it up on our YouTube channel, our Decker Team YouTube channel. It'll be posted in a couple, eh, couple days probably. It'll be up there. So you'll get to see us as well as hear us. Right, which is kind of fun because we want to see you. So if you have questions and you're thinking this has happened to people lately, this is how these shows are actually created most of the time, these episodes based on somebody asking us questions. And then every so often what I say is that is a fantastic question. Why don't you write out the rest of your questions and then join us on the show and we'll answer them for you live Candid, unscripted, unrehearsed, just let roll the 30 years of my experience in the real estate industry. And what about yours? Uh, only 25. I'm a youngin. You, uh, he's older than I am. Let's not let that fool Come him. On. He's got the silver beard happening these I days. I am even. young at heart. Yes, you are. So this is, we're going to do a countdown. So if you want to jot them down, there's only five that we're going to talk about whoa, whoa, today. Whoa, 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 back up the bus a little bit. I think you gave an invitation, Yeah. but it wasn't really clear. Okay, you I finish it I think you then. just said, if any of our listeners want to ask us questions and yeah. want to be on the show, that they're welcome to email us in and yeah, we might like us. put them through an, would we put them through an audition, like a... a Find out whether they're good for the radio show or what? 
Eh, we've been pretty accepting because pretty much anybody <laughs> that has the courage to do it is the right person. Wow! Right? Okay, so you heard it. You heard it right from Yetta's mouth. She's inviting you to. How should they do? Should they email us their sure. questions? Yeah, email at info at deckerteam.com and email in your questions and we'll decide whether it makes a great show or not yeah. and invite you to be on. Or part that'd of be, the show. Because it would be, wouldn't it? Because we've done it many times and it actually is some of my favorite shows. And I've heard from those that watch and listen, it's some of their favorite shows just because mm. it's a little bit of variety. It's not just yeah. Ken and I bantering back like when and forth. You did that with Leah. Leah yeah. had some questions about becoming a real estate agent and what yeah. it'd be like. And I think you even recorded two shows. She had so many great questions. Yeah. And those shows are available on our YouTube channel. If they want to maybe consider being a real estate agent, mm -hmm. it'd be great shows to watch. It answers a ton of questions. It really does. And what I've actually heard from another client that called and said, Yeta, you know, I'm thinking about a career in real estate. Can we have a conversation? And I said, absolutely. And before we meet to ha answer your in-depth questions, I'm going to encourage you to go onto the YouTube channel, watch these shows. He did, and then we still did meet. However, what he said, which was the powerful part of why we've started inviting guests onto the show to answer their real estate-related questions or house-related questions or just living-in-your-space-related questions is because he said all the questions she asked, it was like she was in my head. There wasn't one of them that I wouldn't have wanted to ask. And that's the beauty that when you share what's going on for you, it's usually so applicable with others. So without further ado. No, no, no. But oh, got, my. No, you, you brought something up. And it's been your favorite quote for the last little while. Oh, it has. Yes. So mm -hmm. you said it's like she was in, your, in, her, in his head. Yes. Reading his mail or yes. reading his mind. Yes. What's your thing about going into your head oh going into my head it's kind of like going to a dangerous really dangerous neighborhood and i ought not go there alone so <laughs> i've been inviting god with me i've been inviting friends to join me because if i spend too much time there by myself it's not good i know i don't like going into that scary neighborhood no it's not good <laughs> So, I'm talking about your head, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I got it, and I think everybody else got it, too. Okay, good. So sure. these are not in any particular order. And yet, if you haven't had a chance to get over pen and paper yet, and we've given you a fair bit of time, if you're driving, don't do it. Just take note, and you can always go watch the show later. So right. these are not in any particular order, and we will count them down just because it's kind of fun to do a countdown. Who doesn't like a countdown? They're nice. And, and you know, like I do this to get out of bed. That's what like, I was thinking. Like, it's totally true. Like, I could lay there for hours. So I have to do, like, a blast off. I go five, four, three, two, one, and I jump out of bed. There you go. It really works. It and works. you said they're in no particular order? That's not true. They're in the order that I put them in. <laughs> yeah, I know. Not a particular <laughs> order particular. of importance. <laughs> so number five is have the mistake people make, and we don't want you to make, is not having the support of experienced professionals. Hmm. And that's not just a plug for a great realtor, although you it do. It is. You do, and it is. And it is. You <laughs> want to have that in order, too. It's not the only experienced professional that you need. Hmm. Yes, true. Right? And so from a real estate perspective, I'll share 
just one or two little stories that really drive this home. If you work with somebody and we hear these stories, I mean, who hasn't unfortunately heard a horror story about buying a home? I mean, we were a horror story about our first home and actually the second home. Didn't learn real, real quick. Then we got it figured out, though, by the fourth, we had it figured out. By then, we were realtors, so it was kind of good. And I think at that point, we weren't willing. Hmm, that's actually kind of We weren't not willing good. to take the expertise of mm. a realtor, and we thought they would cost us money. And truth, they actually would have saved us mm -hmm. money. And again and again, we see that, mm -hmm. that we save buyers and sellers for that matter, money that they didn't even know was there to be found. Mm -hmm. So a mistake is not having experienced professionals. So as an example, one thing I've heard way too often is somebody buying a country property mm -hmm. or a downtown property or a condo and working with somebody that doesn't have expertise in that segment of the market mm -hmm. and not putting in the right clauses. We just sold one of our properties and the agent that brought us the offer for her buyer put no rural conditions in. No septic, no well, no water potability. And if her client didn't need a mortgage, I suppose that's okay if they've got bags and bags of cash, except that wasn't the case. Nope. And so we ended up needing to do a fair bit of extra jumping through hoops to take water samples and get them out to the lawyer. And But we knew it was going to come. And then when she, when she called saying, oh, it's going to close in a week and I need a water sample. We said, oh, well, we just took one last week and here you go. Yeah. And we sent it to the lawyers. <laughs> I mean, we were being proactive. And yet if you had somebody that was unexperienced, we don't want that to happen to you. So right from the realtor, make sure we have actually a great set of questions. Almost forgot about that. If you want them, just send them to us. They're just general send questions. Your email and a request saying oh. interview questions. If you're interviewing a realtor to buy a home or sell a home, we've got general questions that you really want to know before you just haphazardly or even somewhat knowingly enter into a relationship mm -hmm. and find out the hard way that you as a smart person didn't know what you needed to know and yeah. nor did they. And the cool part is our answers are on there on another column is the answers of the Decker team. So you have something to compare to. Yeah, there's actually a blank page. So it, it's not branded. It doesn't have our logo on it. Nothing. It's just basic sheet of questions. And then there's one page with our answers. And then mm -hmm. there's another page that you can just fill in. Now, they might be asking, why? Why would you give us the questions to interview a realtor? Because I'll tell you why. Okay. Because we would love for you to interview us for the job of, of selling your home. We're buying. And even if it's not us, we want you to make a great decision yep. and an educated decision on who you pick to sell your home. Which is a smart decision. Yeah. Basically smart. Today it's all about smart decision making and being smart in the whole process. So having the support of experienced professionals, that means a building inspection, that means a septic inspection if it's a rural property, a well inspector, it may mean a mold or environmental, it may mean... Um, Does a well inspector go down the well? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> he does check the pressure in the well and he does take a water sample and he does look for the quality of the water in the well and, and he can do volume. that from, and the volume and he can do that from inside without climbing into the hole. 
But he does have to open it, and he puts his little measuring device down there. Right. Because what he does is measures the static level of the water, the stress level of the water. I call it stressed. They probably don't call it that. But when the water level goes down after pumping for a significant amount of time right. for household use. And usually they, they, in an hour, they'll draw more water than typically a person would use in the house for a day. Yeah. Then they check where the level of the well is at that point and then how long it takes for it to recover, mm -hmm. which is the recovery rate, to come back up to the static level. And that will tell you roughly how fast you can pump water out of that well, how much volume is there, and that's a really cool thing to know. It's a very cool thing to know. And then a mortgage specialist. That is an experienced professional that you absolutely want on your side. Not all mortgage professionals are created equal. It really, really matters. Well, I think that's because human beings weren't created all the same. They're all well, unique. we're all created unique, and we're yeah. all created in God's image, and we're all amazing as individuals, and yet we have different levels of knowledge and expertise and skill and gifting. And so you want to tap into somebody that really knows. Tap into their genius where it's their genius zone. Yes, and their personality needs to... You need to, yeah. whenever you're hiring a professional, you, mm. you want to, I don't know about you, but for me, I want to like the person. <laughs> I hate working with someone that I don't really particularly enjoy being with. It's right. not that I, I dislike people in general because I'm, I'm, a, I'm a loving guy. Are you? Yes. Yes, he is. I'm actually. a lover, not Very a fighter. Much. That's what I always tell everybody. Yeah. He I tells tell me that even when we're too. having a heat of when fellowship. You know, when the guys want to drop the gloves, they go, no, no. I'm a, I'm a lover, not a fighter. <laughs> doesn't always work. No, doesn't always work. He means hockey when he's playing hockey. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So absolutely <laughs> enjoying the person you're working with, enjoying the team you're working with, enjoying all the aspects because then it's actually easier to listen to the input mm -hmm. of the wise counsel. Right. Otherwise, it's a little bit tricky when I'm not feeling it with somebody that's even a professional, even an, a good professional. If I'm not feeling it, it's somehow harder yeah, and to let that information sink in and to actually receive it. The messenger of the information actually seems to matter. And I don't think I'm alone in that. No. Am I? No, I'm not. You join me in that journey, I'm sure. Yeah, and I think that sometimes it's how communicative they are. Mm. Like you might get an expert who, you know, inspects a house really, really well, mm -hmm. but they don't talk to you all the way through. So you kind of feel lost and you're relying on the written report as mm -hmm. opposed to the verbal report as you're walking through. And so that's that's a big thing. So. When we recommend home inspectors, typically they're qualified, oh, but they're well, also... Well, what do you mean typically they're qualified? Okay, they're always qualified. <laughs> okay, and good. And typically they're communicative. Or not if you're somebody that doesn't desire that. So we do have some we work with. We prefer to work with engineer um, qualified inspectors just because there's a lot less secondary inspections required when the person already has an engineering degree in the background. Mm -hmm. So that would be our preference. Yeah. So number four. Number four is bidding too high. Bidding too high. Yeah. Who wants to pay over asking? 
Some people need to pay over asking. Right. Nobody wants to, and there is a really amazing strategy that unfortunately causes the buyer sometimes to pay more than the home is worth. Yeah. Well, it's this auction feeling, right? Like,、um, yeah. I don't know about you. But I find that most of society, if they go to an auction and there's something they want,、mm. they can get carried away. I know I have. <laughs> I watched because you. I love the auctions. I got into auctions for a while, and I had to stop. I had to like have an intervention. Yeah. Because when I went to the auctions, I loved it because I could buy whatever I wanted as long as I was willing to outbid everybody in the room. And it's kind of like a power trip almost, right? <laughs> I had to stop going. I had to. I stopped going with him way、yes. before he stopped going because it was an awful experience. We, well, remember? Yes. yes, it was. And then he would still come home with the truckload. <laughs> But we were, we were buying furniture、stopped. and things for our new house, and so the interesting part was、mm. we bought a a piece of furniture, and then we wanted to buy a desk for it. So we actually found the manufacturer, found a supplier in Ottawa that provided the desk,、mm-hmm. and we ordered a desk from them. Right. And then a month later, we went to the auction again. That was when I was still in agreement to go with him. Yes,、Now、you were with me. I was because I was horrified. And then the same desk, although it had a few marks and dinged up because it was used, came up for auction,、mm-hmm. and they started low. They did. Started I, really low, like very affordable,、yeah. and we went. They're going to get it for less, and I don't care if it has a few dings because mine already has a few dings. I've had it for a total of a month, and the kids、yeah. and guests, and it's already got binged、yeah. up. So I could have bought that one for so much less. And then, I thought, and then four or five people wanted it,、mm-hmm. and it started going up and up and up、mm-hmm. and up, and suddenly it was higher in price than retail. Over twenty five percent higher, right? Plus the handling fee, and then <laughs> and like, then、ah! they, you know, the gauntlet came down and it was sold. Yeah. And the lady sitting beside us said, "Oh, they got a great price on that desk." No,、and、she said, actually was the one that bought it. No. Yeah. I think she we said, got our stories mixed up. Nope, I don't think so. Anyway, <laughs> she was thrilled at the price that she'd gotten the desk for. Yes. And I bit my lip. Oh, you bit your tongue. I bit Maybe my tongue. Maybe it was a lady、tongue. on the other side of me. I said,、mm. "No, not that good." Right. I didn't <laughs> share that information. We were both having two different experiences in the same experience. Which isn't always isn't that always the case? Quite often. So even if we slightly go back to number five, which was a second ago, you really want to make sure both parties or all parties that are going to be、mm-hmm. in the buying decision. Feel really great with the professionals、yeah. they're dealing with. So, so know where your max is. Yeah. So you don't go too high. There'll be another house. Yeah, there will.、Always、and then、is. also, know that sometimes when you when it's priced、mm-hmm. too high, it's even in a hot market,、mm-hmm. it may sell below market because it'll still sit. You can't overprice a house even in a hot market. It does damage to. It sits too long, and then it starts to go chunk chunk down. And you'll actually get less than market typically. Not always, but usually. You usually will. Number so, three. But buyer beware there. Yeah. Is just don't worry so much about the asking price. Ask your realtor who knows their numbers and knows the business to do a complete relevant market data analysis for that specific property. So you can go in with a clear mind. Like the thing to beware is know what your top is. And don't go past it. 
And be happy if someone else bought it for more than you were willing to like pay. Like a hundred bucks more. You, yep. Just the other day, we sold a property, multiple, multiple offers, mm-hmm. and it went for, yeah, like a lot, lot, like over 15% more than asking. And it really was, people knew their numbers, and yet the person that bought it, the second highest, there was only a $1,000 difference. Mm-hmm. And they just went right above that natural spot. So for $1,000, they didn't buy it. And for $1,000, they did buy it. So you just want to be strategic. You want to be wise. And you want to be informed. Mm -hmm. Number three. Yeah, I'm not having Mm. money margin. Now, now money margin is the unexpected costs that are expected. (laughs) But you maybe don't know about them. (laughs) And so things like... Unexpected, expected. Yes. Uh Like taxes. Right. When you buy a property, mm. expect you're going to have to pay maybe half a year's taxes up front right. on closing. The other thing people don't realize is if they're using CMHC mm. insurance, which can be fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000, there's tax on that. There's provincial tax on that. So mm-hmm. expect another 8%. So if you're paying $20,000, 8% of $20,000 is $1,600. Mm-hmm. You come to the closing table and you don't have the $1,600, that can put a hiccup in your closing. Uh, yeah. And yeah. then there's appraisal costs and those are due, generally speaking. Sometimes we just bought a property and we wanted a quick close and so there was extra lawyer fees because yeah. the bank couldn't do the registration of the mortgage. I had to yeah. hire someone independent. So you and just they, want they, to set aside margin. Right. And the appraisal margin, what I'm talking about is Let's say you do buy one of those that properties too. and you bid it up mm. and then you had 20% yep. down, you thought you were all fine and then they do an appraisal a week or two before closing and they say, hey, it's not really worth quite what you paid for it according to the appraisal. Yeah, doesn't mean it's not, it just it means not according to the appraisal. The bank appraisal and so they want some extra money to t- for you to top up so that you are still got 20% in on the value that they've set it at you got to pay the extra. Yep. So having some margin or some ways to get some money, very important. Right. So an emergency fund is a good thing to have access to and not blow it all on your purchase. Or have an emergency phone number that <laughs> you can call and say... Call a friend. Call, call a, a friend, family member. Call a family member that's yes. got a little bit of emergency set aside just in case one of these things come up. Just mm-hmm. have a contingency plan for... Money margin emergencies. Okay, number two. Yes. Okay. Keep it clean. Oh, keep it clean. Keep your credit mm-hmm. clean. Buy nothing on credit after until after closing. Right. Like because they not may just, even a no pay cent event. No, they, doesn't matter. They might not, do not till after. Right. After. They, they may do a new credit mm-hmm. check right before closing, and if you don't qualify right before closing, they'll pull the mortgage. They won't give it to you. Um, there was a story recently where a credit card had an issue. And for us, we just mortgaged to do um, another property with our son. And one of the requirements were that my credit cards were actually at zero. Zero. All of them at zero. And Which we pay them off every month. So and we not thought, just, not a problem. Yeah, but no, not just zero when I give them the thing that, I've, that is paid zero but also zero when it closes in case they recheck. Now, a lot of my credit cards have automatic payments on them, Mm. business expenses, different things come out. So I had to prepay them 
significantly credit so that they had a negative balance, like a, a good negative balance, where they owed me money so they could make sure that it was zero on the closing. Or negative, not yeah. zero, minus. And, and sometimes your credit score can change drastically just mm. if you get over 50% of the um, credit limit. So if you've got a $5,000 credit limit on your visa and you mm -hmm. bought some stuff and it's now at $2,600, that will affect your credit as opposed to it being at $2,400 on your visa. I know. It's crazy. So many and it things. It makes to, a big difference. Right. So many things to be aware of. Like, you just don't want to go this alone. Yep. You want to do this with expertise. Number one, waiting for the market to cool off. The yeah. market's really only cooled off three years out of the last 30. So, waiting for the market to cool off is probably going to bite you. <laughs> well, true. true. True that. True that. True that. You're talking like a gangster. <laughs> well, you bring it out in me, my friend. So right now in some neighborhoods, especially in the more modest price points under the average in the Ottawa market price points, right? Mm -hmm. Under sort of 450, we're looking at sometimes 8% homes are going up and in certain pockets that much Anyway, I mean, our average in Ottawa over the long haul is an average of 4 to 5% per year. Right now, it's moving a little brisker in some communities. So cooling off, waiting for what? To pay more yeah. and let your buying power yeah. go down? Like Don't a, do it. Like Don't a, do it. Like at 8%, because February to February, yep. like last year to this year, went mm -hmm. up 8%. So on a $400,000 house, mm. if you wait six months... 4% on a $400,000 house is $16,000. So waiting six months could cost you, could cost you $16,000. And that's on a no, $400,000 $400, house. Yeah. So what, what am I really saying? Ooh. Hey, if this is your year to buy a house, don't wait. Call us. Call us right away. Let's get you set up. Let's get you set up on a search where we're going to send you properties that meet your criteria. Every two hours, we're going to check. 24-7, thank goodness it's technology that does it, not us. Yes, because I'm not check, doing it at 1 in the morning no more. It's going to check every two hours if something new matches your criteria and it's going to email it out to you and you got to move fast in this market. If you really want that house, if you don't like it, don't move fast. Take your time. Yeah. Right? Yeah, of course. Like there's, no, no, but know, get ready. Get ready. Get ready to move quickly when you find the right house because it happens fast yeah. when you find the right, right. house. And this is bonus. Ooh, this bonus. is, yeah. Okay. I'm going to call it 5.1 even though, or 5.5, even though we went the other way around because the other way it doesn't work. I can't call <laughs> it just 0. 0.5. Well, we could. Even if you think you're not ready. Even if you think this isn't the year, even if your friend or family member or grandchild or kid doesn't think this is the year to buy a house, whether it's a first house or a 10th house, but it's time to get into the market, whether it's an investment property or whether it's the house to live in, I would encourage you the first time you think about it, sit down with us. Have a consultation. We can start with a 15-minute phone consult, it doesn't cost you anything, and it gives you enough idea of what may be your next best step so that you don't pay 5%, 8%, 10%, or 15% more for the property because you waited. 
because you could have done it now. And if you can't, at least you have a strategy and you're not missing an important element when the time when the time comes. Because mm-hmm. we're so excited to be your partners as we continue to move forward. Because together, we've got this. <laughs> and if you realize just how powerful your thoughts really are, you would never think another negative thing.